Welcome to Dahua Chinese History and Culture Podcast. Here we are offering you the constructional Chinese history and what's the thoughts, origins, and background knowledge behind the stories. We also provide several Chinese vocabularies related with the story to help you understand and memorize. Let's get started. Hi everyone, I'm Jill, the co-host and Chinese language teacher in Dahua Chinese. Hi, I'm Caroline. I'm the founder of Dahua Chinese. All the Chinese people consider themselves or ourselves as Yan Huang Zi Sun, which is the descendants of Yan Di and Huang Di. And today we're going to talk about the Yan Di. Hmm. Yan Di is also called Shen Nong Shi, which is the tribe or a leader of the tribe that created the agriculture methods. Oh, agriculture is so important for Chinese people. Yeah, we always say China is Yi Nong Li Guo, which means Chinese people use agriculture to found their country. But why Shen Nong Shi is also called Yan Di? You know. The Yan word has two Huo fire, which means he must do something related to Huo, the fire. Yeah, and he is very different from Sui Ren Shi, who found how to use the Huo. Also different from the Fu Xi Shi, who know how to do the farming. And the Shen Nong Shi is called Yan Di because. Yan Di is a person told people to burn a little area of forest to fertilize the land and make it into fields, and his technique made his tribe stronger. When we talk about the Shi, like Fu Xi Shi, Sui Ren Shi, the Shi actually represent a tribe that is good at something. What? I thought there were several tribe leaders. Yeah, there are, but. The Shi in Chinese means a clan or the last name, and ancient tribes were mostly formed by one or several clans. So the leader of the clan is mostly the leader of the tribe, and people call the leader by their tribe's name. Like Fu Xi Shi is the leader of Fu Xi, and Sui Ren Shi is the leader of Sui Ren. Well, I remember Nu Hua. The goddess is also a tribe leader, right? So we can also call her Nuwa Shi.、Mm, yeah, some people do call her like this. I get it. So the Yan Di is the leader of the Shen Nong tribe. So he's also called Shen Nong Shi. Yeah. Woohoo! Okay, let's talk about the keywords of Shen Nong Shi. They are, 医生医生 doctor. 火火 means a fire, and 毒毒 means poison or poisonous. The first one, 医生 doctor. If you would like to say seeing a doctor in Chinese, you may say 看医生看医生 And how do you say I want to see a doctor or I need to see a doctor? You may say 我要看医生，我要看医生。Great. Second, 火火 is fire, and it is also a radical. If the Chinese character 
is related to "huo" fire. You could mostly see the word "huo" in a part of the character. Mm-hmm. And we would also imitate one's anger into the fire. So we would say, "我很火，I'm very angry." Yeah. So the people who heard you can feel the heat, right?、Mm-hmm. But by the way, the word "很火" in China it means the person or the topic. Is very popular. Yeah, like、um, the Avengers movie series are 很火 right? I guess so. <laughs> Not sure about that, but definitely the movies of the heroes are all 很火 Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I love the Captain of America. Yeah, so handsome. <laughs> True. Okay, and the third one, 毒毒 means poison or poisonous. Many things that would destroy our body is related with the du, like du yao, the poisonous drug, or du pin, the drug. Yeah, the du pin drug here it means the drug that drug dealers sell. Don't do that. Don't do du pin. Yeah, don't have du pin. Yeah, it will destroy your body. So now let's get into the story. This emperor is called Yin, since the word Yin, although barely used alone now, has the meaning of fire. Huo. So Yin Di means the emperor of fire. Huo. Why? Because he and his tribes mastered the usage of fire. Huo. They even used fire for agriculture. How? They discovered slash and burn agriculture that is still used in some areas, such as South America. What a progressive group! Yindi's progressive evolution in agriculture was not about how to plant, but also what to grow. Another name for Yindi is Shenong, which means the god farmer. Why? Because in the legend. He tasted all the plants in the world to see which kinds are eatable and which are poison. <coughs> It is said that for his highest record, he once had seventy kinds of poison, do plants in one day. What a day! And with more and more plants he ate, he gained experiences and knowledge of each plant's effects, both good and bad. And he taught the people how to grow and convert these plants into foods and medicines. Thus, he was said to be the first doctor, Yi Sheng, in Chinese civilization. His tribe also created pottery, so people could cook in separate ways other than fire roast things. Excellent news for cookers who always burn things. Thanks to this innovation, people can also store food better and craft things like alcohol. The living standards were greatly improved. It is also believed that clothes and markets emerged during his period. People could wear clothes to keep them warm, and also have fun to have experience buying and selling. In conclusion, Yin Di and his tribes gave Chinese civilization a vast leap forward in almost every field. Today, Yin Di is worshipped as a god in China. This is our first fire, Huo, Master Doctor, Yi Sheng. And good guy that ate a lot of poison, do for everybody. Shen Nong Shen must be an alien, according to what he did 
his appearance, and how he died. Yeah, I always think he is like the ancient alien version of Teletubbies. What? Are we talking about the stomach of Shen Nongshi? Yeah, you see the tele screen there and the show on their stomach. <laughs> okay, well, does he have good friends like the Teletubbies who are Shen Nongshi's friend or siblings? Of course, he does. He and another famous tribal leader are brothers, and his brother is called Huang Di. Also known as the Yellow Emperor. Wow! So who is the older brother and who is the younger brother? Shen Nongshi is the older brother, and、uh, Huang Di, the Yellow Emperor, is the younger one. And after they grew up, they each led different tribes, and both of these tribes became very powerful. Many other tribes later joined forces with them. And they both became leaders of tribal alliances. This story makes me feel like I'm playing a video game that can launch tribal wars. Ta-da! Ta-da! <laughs> This sounds like they are founding a gang. Ah,、uh, yeah, 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 yeah. In early societies, there were no complete government or laws, so everyone wanted to rely on the stronger side to protect themselves. I think in modern life is the same. There is a Taiwanese saying: "Watermelon lean against big side," which is 西瓜微大边 No, no, no! <laughs> you don't say Taiwanese, right? <laughs> Can you tell us how to say it? Pronounce it in Taiwanese. Yeah, that's 西瓜微大边 Thank you. Yeah. So as both sides develop better and better. There may be a problem with insufficient resources. How do they solve it? Do they 打仗 fight? So, in the four great ancient civilizations, the Yellow River Huanghe is the mother river of ancient China, and therefore they all want to compete for places close to the water resources and with good geographical environments. So conflicts. 打仗 between the two sides are inevitable. In addition, there are many different tribes with different cultures and customs, which could lead to many fights. 打仗 But the Shen Nong and Huang Di are actually from the same tribe, right? Since they are brothers,、mm-hmm. how could they have different cultures and customs? Well,、um, there are so many versions about the story. So I cannot really tell why, but what's certain is that after they grew up, they ruled the different tribes, which should have had some influence. Also, maybe they arrived in different tribes as well. Yeah, yeah, maybe. As we mentioned before, figures like Fu Xishi, Nuwa, or Sui Renshi were all from different tribes, with different natural resources were used or found. Which natural led to cultural and customary differences. And for example, since Sui Renshi knew how to use fire, they probably had a barbecue culture. Smells and, good. And while Fu Xishi knew more about farming, so they had a more advanced rice-based culture, like rice wine or the rice cake. So the characters we talked about in the earlier episodes. Were all leaders of their prospective tribes? That's right. 
and usually the tools they were good at using or the areas they lived in would slowly become their surname or last names of their tribes. And sometimes they would also use their favorite animals or the animals helped their ancestors something to name their tribe. Um, for English last name, they can be like Carpenter or Timberlake, something like that. It sounds like how we name kindergarten class in Taiwan now,、mm-hmm. like wet rabbit class, 小白兔班 little horse class, 小马班 or elephant class, penguin class. It's so cute. Yeah, <laughs> you don't think so, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Not a big fan, but yeah, you have to imagine that you are an ancient person or a caveman who often encounters natural disasters and man-made calamities. You wouldn't want to sound weak, so you may have preferred names like lion, tiger, eagle, bear, or leopard, something. Oh,、uh, like the the more aggressive one, yeah, strong one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, can you tell us the names of the clans of Huangdi or Shen Nongshi? Ha 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 ha! So here comes the strong and aggressive creatures. The Huangdi's clan name was Yu Xiong, means I have a bear. <laughs> Maybe they raise a bear. <laughs> so they would call themselves Yu Xiong Shi, including Huangdi himself. So this word Shi means the last name. I know, I know. Like、yeah. if I'm Jill and my surname is Yu Xiong Shi, so I my name will be Yu Xiong Shi Jill. Ah,、uh, so, uh, no, no, Shi is means the last name. So you Yu Xiong Jill. Yu Xiong Jill. Yu Xiong is cute. <laughs> I probably want the Yu Shi like. I have a lion. <laughs> so, um, as for Shen Nong, that means the farming god. Their tribe leaders are all called Yan Di. So, Yan Di is a position's name that we mentioned earlier. Hmm, interesting. So, earlier you mentioned that they had a war. Can you tell us more about that? Is there anything else you want to share? Oh yeah, there was a war, um, called. Ban Quan Zhizhan, which means the Battle of Ban Quan, and Ban Quan was a place name, roughly around the Yellow River. And both sides in many different tribe to join the war. They are both tribe aliens leader, right? So um, those other tribes had names of all sorts of fierce beasts. Sounds a bit like the concept of the Avengers fighting together, like. Captain American fight to Iron Man. They have different gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on Huangdi's side, the younger brother side, they brought bears, wolves, leopards, tigers, eagles, hawks, and many mythological creatures that I don't know how to pronounce in English. <laughs> and Shen Nong, which is an older brother, he's a Yan Di. Yan Di's clan led the water and fire gods. What happened at the end of this great war? Did they both get what they wanted? In the end, Huangdi won the war. The alliances of Huangdi and alliances of Yandi they merged into a larger tribal alliance, which was actually the origin form of a country, which later developed into the concept of a nation. So Huangdi is also the ancestors of all the kings. 
in our prehistoric era and became the prototype of the first dynasty of China, the Xia Dynasty. So actually, some archaeologists believe that ancient China in the prehistoric era was very powerful, even like tribal communities that practiced cannibalism. <laughs> So in the second dynasty, which is the Shang dynasty, it actually practiced the custom to kill people as offering to gods. With such a tradition and a strong military power, there was a greater chance for survival in ancient times. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. So, with the population gathering and the formation of a nation. It gradually became what we are now, right? This is also why many Chinese people call themselves descendants of Yan Di and Huang Di, Yan Huang Zi Sun, as we mentioned at the very first beginning, because we believe that we are the descendants of Yan Di and Huang Di. Therefore, unlike other words that have established good and bad sides, this word was a story of two talented leaders. Competing for resources and eventually linking together. Yeah, yeah. But some of the generals and tribes around Yan Di didn't like Huang Di. So later on, a powerful general under Yan Di named Shi You would fight against the Huang Di, which is Da Zhang. The fight. We'll share this story later. All right. Thank you for joining today. If you like the story. Please give us a five-star review, and join our Facebook group by clicking the link below. Also, follow us on Instagram, Da Hua Chinese. You can also send us personal messages. We would love to hear from you.、Mm. If you are interested in a clear framework of Chinese dynasties, historical background, art, and lifestyles in different periods, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Also, don't forget to give us a five-star review. All right. Let's see you in the group, as well as in the next episode of Da Hua Chinese History and Culture Podcast. Bye bye. bye.